Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack. Andrew is passionate about helping people experience the unconditional love of God and walk in His promises. He's well known for his empowering teaching on the balance between grace and faith. You can watch Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack weekdays on Miracle Channel at 7.30 a.m. Mountain Time. And now... Andrew Womack will help you gain a deeper understanding of what the Word of God says about healing and equip you to put this knowledge into action. Let's dive into the message. The Bible says in Romans 10, 17, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And as we share these truths with you, Psalms 107 verse 20 says, He sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from all of their destructions. God's Word is coming unto you, and, and the Word has healing in it. It also says in Proverbs chapter 4, I believe it's around verse 20 or 22, it says that God's Word is health unto all those who find it. It's health unto your flesh and life unto all of those who find it. God's Word is coming unto you, and it's bringing healing. I want to turn over to Isaiah chapter 53. And I want to show you some things that the scripture here is saying about the atonement that Jesus made for you. And I'm going to make a radical statement. To some people, this is radical. For people who really know the Word of God, this isn't radical. It's normal. But did you know that Jesus provided healing for you in His atonement just as much as He provided forgiveness of sins? Now, to some people, that's heresy, because as a whole, the body of Christ has split salvation up into forgiveness of sins is the only thing that's guaranteed, and that's available to all. And even though God can heal, He only heals some people sometimes, and then prosperity sometimes, and other things sometimes. But forgiveness of sins is the only part. When most people say, when they talk about salvation, they are talking only about the forgiveness of your sins. But I'm going to show you from Scripture that the healing for your body is just as much a part of the atonement of the Lord Jesus Christ as the forgiveness of your sins. Right here in Isaiah chapter 53, I'm going to break right into the middle of this, but in verse 4 it says, Surely He hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem Him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. If you go back and study this and take it in its entirety, this is a prophetic psalm about Jesus. It is one of the clearest passages in the Bible about what Jesus purchased for us through his death on the cross. And it says right here in verse 5, And with his stripes we are healed. You know, I grew up in the church and I heard people take this verse often and talk about, well, that means that we were healed emotionally. He will take away your sadness and give you gladness and he will 
He will heal you in other ways, but it doesn't guarantee physical healing. You know, right here, it says it very clearly, but let me just let the Bible comment on itself. In Matthew chapter 8 is where Jesus entered into Peter's house and Peter's wife's mother, his, Peter's mother-in-law was sick. She had a fever. And so Jesus rebuked the fever. He didn't praise God for giving her the fever. He rebuked it because it was from the devil. The fever left. And here's what happened. When people begin to hear about this, it says in verse 16, Matthew 8, 16, And when the even was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all, not some, but all that were sick, and here's the reason he did it in verse 17, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. So this is a quotation from Isaiah chapter 53, verses 4 and 5. And it quotes it and applies it directly to physical healing. This is the reason that he healed all that were sick was to fulfill the prophecy of Isaiah that he bore our infirmities and carried our sicknesses. By his stripes, we are healed physically. This is saying that healing is a part of what Jesus purchased for you and me. And let me make some radical statements here. I know we're just getting started in Healing University and this may come on too strong, but I believe it's absolutely true that healing is just as much a part of salvation as forgiveness of sins is. Jesus would no more want you to be sick than he would want you to go sin. Now, you know what? If you go sin, I think every one of us understands that there is forgiveness and that God still loves us even when we mess up. And if you are sick, God still loves you. I'm not saying God is mad at you. I'm not saying that somehow or another you've done something wrong that it's sin, but I'm saying that God doesn't want you to be sick any more than he would want you to go out here and commit adultery. God doesn't want you to live in sin. God does not want you to live in sickness. He has provided salvation for you, and salvation includes the forgiveness of your sins and healing. Here's another verse on that in 1 Peter Chapter 2, and in verse 24, it says, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Over in Isaiah 53, 5, it says, By his stripes you are healed. That was before the cross, but now that the cross has come, by his stripes you were healed. It's already a done deal. Did you know you don't even have to wait on God to heal you? God healed you before you ever got sick. He has already made the provision. It's the exact same thing as forgiveness of sins. When you say, Father, I've sinned, please forgive me of my sins. You know, I believe God understands what we're saying and he's able to interpret it. But technically speaking, you don't have to ask God to forgive you of your sins. They've already been forgiven. It says in 1 John chapter 2, verse 2, He is the propitiation, that means the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. 
John is saying not only Christians, but even people who aren't Christians, Jesus died and paid for their sins. Now, this doesn't mean that they're saved because it says we're saved by grace. That's what Jesus did, paying for our sins through faith. Faith is our positive response to what Jesus did. So even though Jesus has died for the sins of the whole world, not everybody has received that forgiveness by faith. It also says in Romans chapter 5, verse 2, that we have access into this grace through faith. That word access there is the exact same word that we get our English word admission from. If you want to go to a movie, you have to buy a ticket to gain access to that. The thing that gives you access to God's grace is not your goodness, not your good works, but rather faith in what Jesus has done. So Jesus has paid for the sins of the whole world. And when did he do it? When he died on the cross. That was 2,000 years ago. Before you ever asked God to forgive you, God had already paid for your sins. And so it's not a matter of will he forgive you. He has forgiven you if you will receive it. All you got to do is mix faith with what God has already done and it releases this power of salvation. And Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 says, As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in Him. That means the same way that you receive salvation. Jesus had already paid for your sins. You just have to believe and receive. That's the same way that you receive healing. You don't have to ask God to heal you. Jesus healed you by His stripes that were taken on His back during that crucifixion period of time. You were healed 2,000 years ago. The power has already been generated, and I'll deal with this later as I continue to talk. But the power of God isn't out there in heaven someplace. It's inside of you. You already have the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead inside of you. It's not out there that you've got to pray it down and get through the heavenlies and the demonic realm that's trying to block it. God's power, the raising from the dead power is already on the inside of you. It's not a matter of getting God to stretch out His hand and to heal. It's a matter of you renewing your mind, believing and releasing what has already been placed on the inside of you. That sounds nearly too good to be true. And I, there's a lot more I've got to say about that. I haven't got time to explain it right here. But as we continue through Healing University you're going to understand that it's not a matter of will He heal you. By His stripes, you were healed. The raising from the dead power that brings healing is already inside of you if you have made Jesus Christ your Lord. It is a part of salvation. And God has healed your body the same as He has forgiven you of sin. You can watch more messages from Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack on Corco Plus, Miracle Channel's streaming service. Corco Plus has thousands of ministry programs in the Christian Living section. Every Friday, we take your favorite speakers and curate messages into a topic-based playlist called The Weekly Fix. This week, the topic is Healing Is Yours. You'll hear messages from Max Licato, Ben Corson, Leon Fontaine, Joseph Prince, and Kenneth Copeland, all about healing. Go to corco.com to sign up for your free account in three simple steps. That's C-O-R-C-O.com. Corco Plus programming is available to Canadian residents only.
If you would start looking at healing as a part of the atonement instead of something that's separate, it would transform the way that you receive healing. You know, my dad died when I was uh, just 12 years old, just a few days after I'd turned 12 years old. And my dad was a chairman of the deacons in the Baptist church. He loved God. He led people to the Lord and he was a godly man. But did you know the Bible says in Romans 10, 17, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And our church didn't teach healing. They taught that God was God. And of course, since he's God, he could do anything. They didn't deny that people were healed in the Bible days, but they taught that all of these miracles passed away with the apostles. First of all, there are still apostles today, so that's an invalid uh, argument. But they taught that these things ended back in the first century and that God didn't heal today. And because they didn't teach about healing and they actually taught against healing, my dad, he actually died when I was about two years old and our church group was praying and they had already pronounced him dead. He was out in the hall on a stretcher with a sheet over him. But my church leaders were having a prayer meeting and the pastor of the church just says, you know what? I believe that God has healed him right now. And he says, I'm going home. And at that exact moment, my dad kicked that sheet off and sat up and started talking and he came back to life. So they believed that God could heal. And in a crisis situation, they had an all night prayer meeting and they laid hold of God and they saw something good happen. But my dad came back sick. He was sick my whole time growing up and he finally died and stayed dead right after I'd turned 12 years old. And it wasn't because he was a bad person and it wasn't because he didn't love God. He did love God. He did good things. He was the chairman of the deacons, but Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. And most people do not know what the word of God says about healing. And so one of the things that I'm sharing, and this is foundational to me, you've got to believe that healing isn't an add-on. It's not an addition. It's not that God chooses to heal some people and chooses not to heal other people. No more than God chooses to save some people and he chooses not to save others. Is it true that there are some people who don't receive salvation? Absolutely. Jesus even said that there would be more entered by the broad gate unto destruction than there would by the narrow gate that leads unto everlasting life. So yes, there's plenty of people that aren't saved, but not because Jesus didn't die for their sins. It's because they haven't received. And some of them don't receive because they don't love God. They hate God. They're enjoying living in sin. But did you know, and I bet you that every one of you knows somebody like this who wants to know God and has cried out for salvation but never gets an assurance in their heart. I have dealt with a lot of people that have prayed and prayed and prayed for salvation, but they don't believe that they're saved. They are just hoping that they're saved. They don't have any assurance of their salvation. That's not because God hasn't provided it. It's because they're struggling to believe. So it's not only the people who hate God who don't receive salvation. There's some people who love God and want to have a relationship, but they just can't believe that God could forgive somebody as bad as them and they struggle. Well, likewise, there are some people who hate healing and don't want anything. They don't believe God's will to heal. And so guess what? They aren't perplexed about why aren't they healed. But then there's other people who want healing 
but they haven't seen it and they just struggle and they think, well, maybe it's not God's will. No, God has healed your body already. By His stripes, you were healed. 1 Peter 2.24, He has healed your body just as much as He has forgiven your sins. It is not God who hasn't provided. It's us that struggle to receive. And notice right here in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, by His stripes we were healed. The, verse, the phrase right in front of that, it says, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes we were healed. Notice it puts forgiveness of sins and healing of our body in the exact same verse. Here's another verse that says the same thing over in Psalms chapter 103 in verse 1. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. Notice it puts the forgiveness of sins and the healing of your body in the exact same verse. And so the point is that healing is not just optional, it is for every one of us who've been born again. The word for salvation that is used over 360-something times in the Bible is the Greek word sozo, S-O-Z-O. And this word literally means to be whole, healed, and forgiven of sins. Matter of fact, it was translated, this same word sozo that was translated Forgiven of, forgiven of sin, salvation over 300 times in the Bible. It was translated healed in Mark chapter 5, verse 23, Luke chapter 8, verse 36, Acts 14, chapter, uh, verse 9. And also, here's a classic example of it is over in James chapter 5. That's in verse 14, James 5, 14. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Do you know what that Greek word is? Sozo. It's the exact same word that is translated as forgiveness of sins hundreds of times, and yet right here it's obvious that when it says that the prayer of faith will save the sick, this isn't saying that your sins will be forgiven, but it's saying that your body will be healed. So God is not the one that broke salvation up into these parts where this is your spiritual salvation and this is all that has been provided for everybody and that is guaranteed to everybody. But you could also maybe be healed. Maybe also you could be prospered. Maybe also you could be delivered of depression and discouragement and God could do things. Those are all add-ons. Those are benefits for the super saints, but this is for everybody. I'm saying that healing is for everybody. Healing is for you. It's a part of the atonement of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord no more wants you to be sick than He wants you to sin. Matthew chapter 11, Jesus said that since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven is preached and the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. And, you know, I used to struggle with that, but now I believe that this means that you've got to become violent. You've got to say, this is mine. Jesus purchased this for me. 
And I am not going to let someone steal this from me. And so I have become violent in this area of healing. And I would encourage you to adopt it. You have to take the kingdom of heaven by force. You have to say healing was purchased for me by Jesus. I am just as much healed by the stripes of Jesus as I am forgiven of sins. And I am not going to accept this cold, this headache, this flu, this cancer, these diseases, these aches and pains, arthritis, and on and on you could go. I'm not going to accept this any more than I would accept, you know, going out and living in sin. I tell you, if you get that attitude, that is going to help propel you a long ways towards seeing your healing come to pass. So, Father, right now, I pray again for all of the people that have watched this session. And, Father, I pray that you'd take these things. I know a lot of what I've said is radical for most people. Holy Spirit, I ask you to help distill this, to condense it down, to apply it to their life, and help these people get to where they are not going to sit there and allow sickness. They are going to resist sickness like the demonic thing that it is, knowing that this is not God's will for them. I believe that you are stirring people up right now, Father, that people will hate that sickness. You told us to be angry and, and do it in a way that isn't sin. There is an anger that isn't sin. Ephesians 4, 26. And Father, we don't let it go to rest. We don't let the sun set on it. I hate sickness. I hate the sickness that is oppressing people right now. And in the name of Jesus, Satan, you loose them and let them go. Cancers, you die right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Blind eyes, you open up. Ears, you open up. I command tumors to go. Command hearts to be healed. Arteries to be healed. All kinds of pain. Hernias to be healed right now. I release the healing power of God. And Satan, we hate you. We speak against this sickness and command you to get out of our lives now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. And Father, just as I shared today, I pray that you show people that you love them so much that you would become like we are so that we could become like you are, that you've already done it. Jesus bore our sicknesses, carried our diseases. His face was marred more than any other man. Your form didn't even look human because you took our sickness and our disease into your own body and you suffered for us. And Father, I don't want to, I don't want to take anything that you've provided and just leave it there as if it's not important. I know you went to great expense to provide our healing. And Father, I receive it. And I pray for my brothers and sisters that you would help them to receive it. Father, give them a revelation. Let them see you on the cross. By faith, in their imagination, in their heart, let them see their sickness being put upon you. And they would recognize that healing is a part of the atonement, that it has been placed upon Jesus and that we don't have to be sick. Father, I thank you for this. I believe that you are revealing this to people right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. 
Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more great messages from inspiring teachers like Andrew Womack. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. So subscribe, rate, review, and share. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.